0: Live from Hong Kong, publisher journalist and democracy activist, Jimmy Lai. Born in mainland China, Jimmy Lai fled the communist regime reaching Hong Kong as a stowaway on a fishing boat at the age of 12. By his late 20s, he owned a garment factory and created the international clothing brand Giordano. And then in 1989, the massacre took place at Tiananmen Square. Mr. Lai sold Giordano to establish a publishing house with pro-democracy titles that now include Next Magazine and the Apple Daily. For participating in pro-democracy protests, Mr. Lai was arrested late this past February. He is now standing trial. And I should note that for legal reasons, we will not be discussing his case. Welcome to right. this special Plague Time edition of Uncommon Knowledge with Peter Robinson. And Jimmy, good morning to you. It's evening here, but good morning to you. Good morning.
1: Uh, that's wonderful about me that is busy what you said, I was forced to sell Giordano because I was participating in the June 4th massacre, controversy. So, you know, Beijing threatened to close the store, our stores in, in, in China, and that's why I had to sell the stick in five days without, you know, damaging the, the, the investors' you know, value. Or the I, wealth. See. I see yeah.
0: but you, you were forced to sell Giordano. that I did not realize. I
1: was forced I was forced.
0: All right. Jimmy, I was we last spoke you know. we last spoke when you visited the Hoover Institution in person right this past right. October. That was just right. seven months ago. Since then you've been arrested right. twice and Hong, and China right. has made clear its intention to introduce a new security law in Hong Kong. Right. This is what you said to me last October, I'm quoting you, Jimmy. Right. In mainland China, the regime is facing a lot of problems. They might give us protesters in Hong Kong what we want because they need to do something. And I'm sure that their situation is much worse than they pretend. Seven months ago, Jimmy, you were optimistic. What has happened since?
1: Well, I, I, Yes, I'm very optimistic because every entrepreneur is optimistic. But um, I, I just don't know why the situation actually in China is much worse than seven months ago, you know, in the aftermath of the coronavirus, you know, the economy in China was, is actually a lot worse. And the situation of Xi Jinping is also a lot worse. You know, the one bell, one roll, you know the tension with, uh, with 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 the U.S. Everything is unraveling. Everything is uh, you know you know worse situation. Maybe the worst the situation. The more they need enemies from outside to unite the people inside China to face up to the outside enemy, so they forget about the problem they're solving. Uh, they're facing in China. You know, sometimes we think the you know the CCP is is very weird. You know, because they are weird, just because they, they see the the world through a, pin, a prism of a different value. They're very rational. Maybe they really need outside enemies to unite the people to avoid the, the bad situation there.
0: Uh, so they may be acting from weakness rather than strength in your judgment.
1: I'm, I'm sure. I'm
0: sure. I see. I'm sure. Jimmy, let's come to these proposed, the proposed new national security law. Right. When Britain returned the colony of Hong Kong to China in 1997, China agreed that for half a century, Hong Kong would enjoy a high degree of autonomy. Those are the words in English in the agreement. Right. Right. And that would include right. impartial courts and free speech. Yet this past May, China declared, the mainland declared that it would impose a new security law on Hong Kong to become effective almost certainly by this coming autumn. The law would make subversion, and again in English, that's the word they're using, subversion, illegal, and permit Beijing to permanently station security police in Hong Kong. Jimmy Lai, this is you, writing last month in the New York Times, quote, I'm quoting you, after the national security law is enacted, we will be able to say only what the Chinese government tolerates. Every sentence, every word will carry the risk of punishment, close quote. Now, explain that when the other side is saying, no, 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 it's a national security law. Only when the security of the country is threatened will this law come Mm. into effect. And Jimmy Lai says nonsense, it's every word and every sentence. Explain, Jimmy.
1: Well, the national security law is a very obvious example of CCP's disrespect for law. They, by imposing the national security law by passing, the basic law and the Hong Kong Static Council. They are tearing up the basic law in front of the world. How can we trust what they say? It's very obvious that they have totally no respect for law. So this national security law will supersede the rule of law here, also will destroy Hong Kong as international financial center status, because without the rule of law, there will not, people do business, will not have protections by their law. They will have to break the officials who have power over them. So Hong Kong will turn into the same as China, preyed by corruption. And also without the rule of law, There's no mutual trust in the financial business, which transacts millions or billions of dollars in seconds without the rule of law and the destruction of the mutual trust. The financial center is totally destroyed. And as as a media person, it's impossible for media to survive Because whatever we say can be sedition, can be subversion, can be anything, they name it. Mm. So it's a totally taking over of Hong Kong into the Chinese system by the national security law. That is a death knell of Hong Kong for sure.
0: So, Jimmy, you argue then that this national security law would not only destroy your freedoms, but your prosperity. Right. Now, let yeah. me quote to you, I'm going to mispronounce his name because I don't speak Chinese, but I'm going to quote to you <laughs> Robert Siong, the chairman of yep. Sino Land, which is a huge development right. company in Hong Kong. Quote, right. the legislation will protect lives, property and public safety when society is stable, there will be opportunities. close quote. So here's the argument. Jimmy, calm down, trust Beijing. Yes, they they're not Democrats in Beijing. They're not liberal Democrats. They're not going to rule Hong Kong the way Britain ruled Hong Kong. but they are responsible for a period of economic growth that has lifted half a billion people out of poverty into something that the Western world would recognize as the middle class. They are are intent on stability in the name of prosperity. And your fellow business tycoons in Hong Kong are saying, Jimmy, stop this. We need stability in order to prosper. They, They know what they're doing. They've achieved prosperity for the mainland. And how do you respond to that argument, Jimmy?
1: Well, first, those tycoons, they may need to come out and pledge allegiance to the CCP. So their business, west interest is protected. But on the other side, underneath it, they all are shifting the money out from Hong Kong. They're selling their properties you know, they're shifting their money from Hong Kong and also without the rule of law and freedom, can prosperity and the wealth of Hong Kong people be protected? Is China a country good enough for their prosperity and wealth to be protected? Why don't they go over there? Why don't they work there? You know, how many of the Chinese rich people are moving the money? Ask Jack Ma, ask all the big guys now has to retreat, has to retire. Why they have to retire? Why they have to give up the position? Right. So all right. It's, it's
0: all nonsense. It's all nonsense. Jimmy, when we spoke last October, again, when you visited the Hoover Institution in person last October, the protest movement that was taking place in Hong Kong succeeded in that Carrie Lam, the chief executive of Hong Kong, withdrew the proposed legislation that would have permitted Beijing to extradite people from Hong Kong to the mainland. She withdrew that from the Hong Kong Legislative Council. The protest succeeded. Right. Now we have new protests against the national security legislation. Right. But this is not a matter for Carrie Lam or the Hong Kong Legislative Council. Right. It has been right. proposed in Beijing and it, need, and it will be voted on by the National Congress in Beijing. Right. What in the protest, what can you Jimmy Lai and your fellow protesters? hope to accomplish this time?
1: Well, it's becoming a lot more difficult because facing PLA is, also, is a, a, li- a little bit different from, from facing the police here. But I don't think people will give up. You can see that now every day there are protests. But to be sure, a lot of people are being intimidated. You know, especially the recent arrests of the 15 prominent dissidents, including Martin Lee, who's 81 years old. He is our grandfather of democratic movement. All this exercise is an intimidation to intimidate the moderate Hong Kong people who go out to demonstrate and protest, to isolate those radical young people who are more radical confronting the police. So all they are doing is to suppress us the further. They never want to solve the problem. They never want to look at why people resist. The only way they know is to suppress. So if we just surrender we will lose the rule of law, we will lose the freedom, we will lose everything. I'm sure a lot of Hong Kong people will not give up. Of course, there are two choices for Hong Kong people now, or three choices. One is to emigrate. A lot of people are doing that. And in response to this, the British government is considering to give us the right abode in England for almost 3 million people, Three million. which is 3 million. This is very good, you know. But for those who stay, some of them, like us, will have to fight. Some of them will have to give up and become subservient to the Chinese rule. So this is the fact we are facing whether we can Whether we can succeed will not depend on just our resistance alone. We lead the U.S., well, we lead the outside world, especially U.S., to help us by sanctioning China because China now is at the worst of its situation during the 40 years of the opening, the economic opening or market opening, Now is the best time to sanction China, to force China to behave better. And to succumb to the value of the world in dealing with the outside world. So the world will have
0: peace. Jimmy, let me ask you, we've talked about China and Hong Kong. Let me ask you to give me as an American an education in the correct way to think about what China is doing not only in Hong Kong, but in the rest of the world. Let me, he, he, here, are, here are items from recent weeks. We now know that China was aware, the government, Beijing was aware of the coronavirus before it informed the rest of the world that it shut down internal flights from Wuhan to other places in China, yep. but yep. permitted flights from Wuhan to the rest of the world, international flights, right. permitting the virus to be carried throughout the rest of the world, item one. Item two, in recent weeks, China has sent some 10,000 troops across the disputed border into India, not just a temporary raid. They have set up bases inside territory that India claims. Item three, Chinese forces have recently buzzed the median or dividing line in the Taiwan Strait and they have sent fighters to fly over the, very tightly over the border of -hmm. Taiwan. Mm -hmm. Another Final item, just there, we could go on and on with these items, but final item, China has used the World Health Organization to suppress efforts by Taiwan, which has proven very successful in controlling the coronavirus. The World Health Organization, under pressure from China, we now, we, we now know, refused to permit Taiwan to share its techniques for controlling the coronavirus with the rest of the world. So we have China newly aggressive, newly assertive. Again, I come to the question, why now? Well,
1: I think the coronavirus is just the attitude of a natural hostility to the world. They don't treat the world as partners, they treat the world as enemies. So not that they have planned to destroy the world. I don't think they are so vicious, but just just the instinct is not to think about the world, but about the way that they conduct their business. Because deception and cover up is a natural way of conducting their own business. I think the world should demand China to give its people the freedom of speech. So when the coronavirus was first discovered by Dr. Li Wanliang, it could be aired on the social media and the whole Disaster of the coronavirus we have avoided. Just because of the lack of freedom of speech, the world is suffering all the, the lives, the job, the wealth destruction. It's more effective to change China's behavior than any sanction. Points to point out, it's just a, a very natural reaction of Xi Jinping, the more precarious his position is, the greater he has to pose himself as a strong man to threaten the world, to show to the Chinese people that how strong China is. You have to remember Xi Jinping has not achieved anything, whether the, the Bell and Bro, the 2025, I don't know how, I don't remember how they called it, you know, this is a, it's a scheme to take over the, the technology. To, to of achieve the world.
0: technological Im, preeminence by 2025.
1: Preeminence, yes. yeah. And, or to eliminate poverty by this year, and the destruction of the relationship with the US. All he have done has failed. So, But he has to face, in 1922, the People's Congress to reaffirm his presence in life. That's why he has now to show belligerence towards China and also Hong Kong tried to have these two places in his grip as the achievement to show to the people's Congress by then. All this is a reaction of his weak position. Now you can see that he and Li... Li Chang, you know, the prime minister. Yes. Are in open, are open power struggle. Li Chang said that China, or implied that China is still a poor country because we still have six, 600 million earning 1,000 renminbi, which is $130, $140. A month. And also because so many people lost their job, Li Keqiang at once the idea of hawker economy allowed people to sell on the street to make ends meet in this crisis. Xi Jinping came out immediately to clamp down on it. Hmm. So it shows to you, I think the power struggle is servicing, also means the un- the power struggle, underneath it, is in epic magnitude. His opponents is also taking the advantage of this crisis in China, trying to pull him down. I see. I, you know, you will soon see some big changes in China.
0: Jimmy, let me, this is fascinating. Let me summarize this. And you tell me if I have it right or if I've made a mistake. Xi Jinping has to go before the People's Congress in 2022, in two years, to have his position as president for life reaffirmed. The Belt and Road Initiative, the international initiative is faltering. The coronavirus management was a fiasco, an embarrassment right. to the country. Right. The economy is faltering or weaker than it has been in right. 25 or 30 years. And for weaker. that very reason, so he's weaker than he appears to us. And right. your judgment is he wants to crush Hong Kong so that at least he can go to the Congress in two years with something in his right. hands. Is that correct? Right. And, 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 and Taiwan and taiwan and taiwan also so this brings me let let us let's discuss china and the united states now you're going i asked you to give me an education as an american now i want to know what you hope we do secretary of state mike pompeo late last month certified to congress that hong kong is no longer autonomous from china as you well know the law requires the Secretary of State, to recertify right. Hong Kong's independence from China. This year, he right. could not do so. I'm quoting Secretary of State Pompeo. This decision gives me no pleasure, but sound policymaking requires a recognition of reality, close quote. All right. Under American law, that was the first step. Secretary of State Pompeo tells Congress Hong Kong is no longer autonomous from China. President Trump now faces a number of options, including revoking special trade arrangements with Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Now, let me quote you writing again in the New York Times last month. There are other ways to retaliate against China. Mm-hmm. You, you hope, as I take it, I'd like to ask you to explain mm-hmm. this. You hope the president yeah. does not revoke the special yeah. trade arrangements with Hong Kong. Explain right. that Jimmy, please. Well, not yet
1: because we have to keep the residual value of Hong Kong. So at least the Chinese is totally hopeless about Hong Kong and dis- destroy it. I think the U.S. should sanction China, should punish China before that's hopeless. If China doesn't give up on the national security law, Hong Kong is destroyed anyway. To revoke the Hong Kong Act or the Hong Kong special status, anything, go ahead, because it's meaningless anyway. Hong Kong is destroyed. But let's, the US, especially Donald Trump, President Trump, using Sanctions and punishments in stages in his election campaign to punish China. Use action to relieve the Americans' pain and anger that they suffered during the coronavirus miners, which was brought brought over by the Chinese. I think this is much more effective if President Trump can have a strategy of a series of sanctions and punishments in stages in his campaign to impose on China, so the people respond to him and support him. Also at the same time, China will have to retreat. Position of dominance. if China doesn't care and go ahead, Hong Kong is finished anyway.
0: You wrote in the New York Times, I want to get, so the last thing we should do, again, I'm summarizing, correct me if I've got it wrong. The last thing correct. the United States should do is eliminate the special trade arrangements with Hong Kong. You need those to remain distinct from China yourselves. If the national security law goes through, then it doesn't matter what we do because Hong Kong will be lost. All right. You wrote the intermediate sanctions, staged sanctions, you wrote in the New York Times, revoking student visas for children of both Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, and Hong Kong officials. We have more than 300,000 Chinese students studying in this country, So your argument and that apparent, your argument is that really matters to the Chinese Communist Party to have their children study here. We know who those officials are. We should send their kids home back to China. Is that correct? Right,
1: right. Right. But also this is only the initial stage. I think America should also freeze the bank account of those corrupt officials in the US and in the West. There are a lot of money you know, in those bank accounts. And I think those who are involved in this oppression should personally feel the pain of their action.
0: All right, so your argument, you said a moment ago that your fellow tycoons in Hong Kong are moving money out. Right. They're not the right. only ones. Also senior communist officials from the mainland have money they in have this country. Money. Right. We know who they are, the just event, as we, we have frozen accounts of Russian officials, we've frozen accounts of Iranians, right. and Jimmy Lai is saying, freeze the Chinese communist accounts as well. Is that correct?
1: Exactly, exactly. This will have a great effect. Let them personally feel the pain of their actions.
0: All right. And then Jimmy, you also write that just as Britain is now considering effectively inviting 3 million of you to live in Britain. Prime Minister Boris Johnson wrote a piece in a prominent British newspaper in which he spoke of granting 3 million people visas that would lead ultimately to citizenship. It's a breathtaking gesture. Well, it's more than a gesture. He's serious about it. You would like to see this country do that as well? Well, I think this
1: country, because the BNO holders of Hong Kong are mostly old people like us, born before the British left. But most of the young people who are born after the British left are those who are fighting in the street. They are the priority that we should have and save. I think what the American 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 government can do is to give the permit for these young people to go to U.S. to study and to have a green card. I was saying the same thing to the British government. I think the U.S. can have a lot if you allow the visa to those young people to stay in the U.S. who are not the BNO
0: holders. BNO is the British, I don't, honestly, I national, don't
1: Yeah, the British national. They, they have some border. rights because
0: they were born before the British yeah. left. That's essentially what, exactly. what it means. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So, Jimmy, I, I want to go back to this. The way, the way the, uh, the way the press has covered it in this country, honestly, reading about this, it looked to me as though the new national security law was already done. You're saying, no, there's still, the, the situation is still fluid. Xi Jinping is under pressure from the party itself. There are power struggles right. taking place. If the United right. States acts with a certain degree of resolve and a certain degree of speed, this can still be right. undone? You truly believe that? Well, maybe they, they impose
1: it, but they don't execute it. If anything happened in China, things will, ha- will change in Hong Kong. I'm sure a lot of the Chinese top officials are not in agreement with Xi Jinping's cause. I-, I don't think that this is the right thing for China. Also, at this troubled time, Hong Kong is actually appraised that can facilitate the financial and trading to the world as you know correct. to facilitate the recovery of china's recovery
0: so to put it to put it crudely you and hong kong still have cards to play china's economy is weak if xi jinping crushes hong kong he'll be harming the mainland too is that correct yeah. you know because hong
1: kong is the place that can have like a channel outside to the world financially and in in the trade wise. So now China is in such a critical position. Why do you want to kill Hong Kong, which is laying golden eggs, which is a goose laying golden eggs? Right. Right. Why this time? You need Hong Kong the most. Why do you want to kill Hong Kong now? I just can't understand this. I see. Jimmy, one more If the world sanctions China, Hong Kong is the only way China can have access to the world finance and trade.
0: I see. Jimmy, one more question about Hong Kong and the United States specifically. Right. In this country we've had pro as you well as you know very well. In last couple of weeks we've had protests and frankly and riots destruction here in the United States. Chinese state media has promoted coverage of these protests and riots with hashtags such as US riots and these have received something like 1. Point, more than 1.5 billion views on Chinese social media. And here in the United States the Chinese have been arguing that if American police have the right to deal with American protesters then surely China has the right to deal with protesters in Hong Kong. What effect is this, these, these protests, this unrest, this destruction that we've seen in this country over the last couple of weeks going to have on morale in Hong Kong? Nothing. Really? The,
1: yeah, nothing. The police here, The police violence here are being praised by China. The police violence there in the US, the police who manslaughter Mr. Freud is being persecuted. Even those three other policemen together with him are being persecuted. And the Hong Kong young people did not root the shops, burn the cars. In we, other words, the, we the, Chinese, but-
0: the Ch- Chinese propaganda, in Hong Kong, Chinese propaganda, misrepresenting what is taking place in this country, in Hong Kong, that has no effect.
1: No, no effect, because okay. Hong Kong all people right. know that, that's rubbish. All right, all right. You know, because all even your president cannot send troops to suppress right. the riot, constitutionally he's allowed to do so. right. You know, you have the rule of law, and those who loot the, the shops and burn the cars are not the protesters. those are criminals.: Right. Do Hong Kong people understand that.
0: All right. that's. This is all reassuring, Jimmy. Jimmy, a few last, I have three, three more questions if I may. You have a thank company you. to run and a democracy movement to encourage. So I don't want to take your entire morning in Hong Kong. <laughs> no, no, fuck you. You wrote, you wrote not, not long ago, it didn't have to be this way. How could it be? What is the hope? If everything went just the way Jimmy Lai when he closes his eyes and hopes for the best, what would it look like? What would Hong Kong look like? And what role would China have in the world if things went well instead of badly?
1: Well, if China accept the value of the world and become a partner of the world community, China definitely is going to be the greatest country and the most powerful country in the world. Now, Xi Jinping destroyed it. Deng Xiaoping once said that anybody who is friendly with America has become prosperous. And what China did in the last 30 some years, friendly with the US has also or possible, but Xi Jinping just did not take this advice and tried to dominate the world, therefore destroyed the position and the relationship with the world, especially with America. America's reaction to China is actually the reaction to China's imposing its value is opposing value to the world more than just trade problems. They just don't follow the rules. If they don't follow the rules, the world will not have peace considering how big and powerful China is. Mm. So I, I, I think the problem is with Xi Jinping now if now China is, is never in such a problem, such a big, a really critical situation. Its economy, well, the last quarter is 6.8% minus growth, which should be more. The coming year should be worse because China hasn't spent much money to support the enterprises or the unemployed. So situation can only get worse, not better. This is the time to force China to change when they are at their worst.
0: Jimmy, you you wrote on Twitter last month. Actually, you said it yourself a moment ago here. Under the clampdown, Hong Kong people have two choices, emigrate or stay to fight to the end. Jimmy, the, the regime has put pressure on your business. They've forced advertisers to pull back. Yeah. Your house has been firebombed. Your family yeah. has been threatened. You're under arrest and standing trial. Right. Why doesn't Jimmy lie? Just accept Boris Johnson's offer, buy yourself a nice house in Knightsbridge or Kensington and leave, the world would honor you for what you've already done. What's next for Jimmy Lai? Fight on, fight on. Is it not,
1: now's the time, not the time for safety. This is a time for sacrifice. I came here with one daughter. All I have, wonderful family, a business, with good health, all this, this praise gave me. I can't leave. I will have to fight from, to the last day. I'm not afraid.
0: A last question. Once again, this is something you wrote last month in the New York Times. Fighting for Hong Kong is about bringing stability to the world so that the West can protect its own free way of life and the rest of us can have a fighting chance at that too. Last okay. question. We've talked about what you hope the administration in this country does. Right. What would you like to say to the American people? I think the American people are the most important.
1: If the American people recognize how dangerous China is and voice your support for Hong Kong and your opposition to China, your politician will react by saving Hong Kong, which is the beachhead of your value. You are saving the value of the free world. Without our insistence on safeguarding the value of the free world, China will take over the peace of this world and destroy the lifestyle, the life that we all share.
0: Jimmy Lai, thank you. Thank you, Peter. For Uncommon Knowledge, the Hoover Institution and Fox Nation, I'm Peter Robinson.